Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I would like to welcome you to the Sunday Book Review. The Sunday Book Review is the series where I discuss books which impact the compliance practitioner, the legal professional, and the business professional. I hope you will enjoy this episode. June 2021, the Sunday Book Review. On this edition of the Sunday Book Review, we look at five books which were featured in the Wall Street Journal on the financial crisis. First up, The Whiskey Rebellion by William Hoagland. Financial crises are inherently political, and so it was with The Whiskey Rebellion. Hoagland's lively and engaging book reveals the underlying financial conflict behind the war. The Whiskey Rebellion was, in fact, fomented by a breakdown of the American currency and the military victory of George Washington and Alexander Hamilton over the Pennsylvania rebels was the denouement of a long struggle over nothing less the power of money in the lives of the American people. The mismanagement of early American financial affairs resulted in the shortage of official government currency. Instead of submitting to deflation and depression, farmers in Pennsylvania began using whiskey as money. With the federal government sought an aggressive tax, it was not merely an attempt to collect revenue. It was a statement on who had the right to control monetary policy. Next up, The First Tycoon by T.J. Stiles. This focuses on... Uh, Andrew, excuse me, Cornelius Vanderbilt, and an economic collapse allows a few lucky small-time operators into the big leagues, and so it was with Vanderbilt, a ferry boat man, who was able to take over railroads in the crisis of uh, 19, uh, 1854, and then um, as a uber-wealth person, Vanderbilt was able to consolidate his empire in the Panic of 1857 as he seized the moment to make himself a minor monarch. Stiles' book guides us through this terrain with a narrative that encompasses the full economic picture of the times. This was the New York that Vanderbilt helped to create, commercial, mobile, and individualistic, yet increasingly polarized into rich and poor. The new economy created wonders, highly productive, exceedingly wealthy society. But in 1857, the self-destructed orchestra threatened to break apart into a cacophony and crisis. Next up, The World in Depression by Charles Kindleberger. The World in Depression is a technical uh, history, but it's likely to give you a most accurate account of the Great Depression. In Kindleberger's view, it wasn't the stock market crash that caused the worst recorded Uh, economic crisis in history. Rather, it was a system of global trade and finance that encouraged countries to play their short-term interest against the long-term prosperity of the global community. Boy, how does that sound familiar? Governments taught to protect themselves through protectionist policies that sucked demand out of the world economy in advancing its own economy by a tariff, currency depreciation, or a foreign exchange control, a company may worsen the welfare of its partners by more than its gain. Britain and the U.S. blamed each other for this mess, but it was an absence of a single global leader, which Kindleberger believes caused the Great Depression. And finally, crashed how a decade of financial crisis changed the world by Adam Tooze. The financial crisis of 2008 was one of the defining political events of the 21st century, at least up until perhaps 2020, though the coronavirus probably will surpass it. In this sprawling yet precise account, Tooze 
<clears throat> details the daily economic policy debacles that helped cause the crash and mediates on its implications for de- democratic government amid a global surge of authoritarianism. He recognizes the EU's austerity policies as attacks on the sovereignty of elected governments in Greece, Italy, Spain, and praises the creative policymaking of the U.S. Fed. The Herculean effort helped foreign economies weather the collapse of the mortgage securities that were valued in U.S. dollars. It was an extraordinary act of internationalism, one taken unilaterally, and of course leading to the rise of people like Donald Trump. I hope you will join me this week for the concluding episode in The Compliance Life when I continue my visit with Ryan Robillet on his experiences in the CCO chair. The Sunday Book Review is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, and I hope to visit with you again next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.